Hello and welcome to World Quest, the podcast where I DM a campaign based off a world rolled from a 20-sided die. I'm Jordan. And I'm Cody. And joining us for this adventure are Mel and Mandy. Hello. Hello. Okay. After trying that four times, how is everybody doing? I'm really good. I did nearly want to say, and joining us are our girlfriends, and then I was like, wait a second. That's wrong. Well, wife and girlfriend, <laughs> but yeah. That's wrong. That's like five years wrong. Yeah, I know. I, it's rare that I almost make that slip, but it does still happen. I think I've said you're my fiance before recently. Okay, oh. okay Cody, Cody, you're doing what I told you not to do. <laughs> hey, this is hardly 10 minutes of small talk. I'm doing well, though, Jordan. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So this... Little experiment's going to be a little bit different than the normal workshop stuff. Like I said up top, we are going to be running a campaign based on one of the worlds that I previously built in a past workshop. I think episode 46 with Holden and Lexi, the supernatural world. So the world I'm going to be doing is the supernatural world where monsters exist and there are these reclaimer knights trying to reclaim the world. So is everybody excited to do this fun little campaign I have decided to Right. I yeah. am so excited for the character I came up with. I'm, I'm the terrified. most excited. <laughs> I am so pumped for this. Although I'm curious because right now I know two out of the three characters that are going to be going on this campaign. Not very knightly people so far. So I'm wondering if Mel's not like a straight up paladin in shining armor, it's going to be... Just the band of misfits. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm excited for. I'm just really pumped to have a band of misfits. So what this episode is, this is just our introduction to, I'm going to re-explain the world since it's been like 30 episodes since I've done this. Um, re-explain the world, then we're going to talk about each of the characters and just any questions that come up in this. But this is our general character building episode. So if you guys are ready, I'll just go through my little world summary Welcome to the world of Roz. You live on the great continent of Sylvia. Sylvia is a beautiful land split into four countries, which were separated by four rivers. To the north are the country Law and the river Anges. South is the country Salas and the river Bison. West is the country Impal and the river Co. And east is Wirt and the river D. In the center of these four countries lies the mountain range of Yanni Orso. At the rise of humanity, the human priest, Yanni Orso, climbed the tallest mountain and talked to the god Aeon, the golden eagle. Aeon told him that humans would rule the world and must vanquish the evils that stood. He then told Yanni Orso that man should be wary of magic as it corrupts the human soul. Yanni Orso started the religion of the golden eagle to help lead the charge to claim the land for humanity. His four sons, Impel, Salas, Wirt and Law led the armies and each claimed one of the countries as their own, giving them their names. For years, the four brothers went on their holy crusade to, cle to clear the lands of the monsters that plagued them, but deep in the south, Salas found a colony of witches. He captured these witches and brought them to the other brothers. Impal was seduced by the witches and deemed magic legal in his land, letting the witches stay. Yanni Orso, Wirt, and Law were against this, but Salas joined Impal, and together they held strong. The witches preached that the monsters were not evil and were like mankind, just trying to survive in this crazy world. Impal and Salas believed this until finally Ymira, Impal's daughter, grew sick and died. Impal begged the witches to use their magics to bring her back. Finally, after days, they heard his request and raised Ymira from the dead. 
but instead of the vibrant youth, she was brought back as an empty, soulless shell. Impal was soon forced to kill Yamira with his own sword. Because of the witch's deception, the war between monsters and humans was reignited and the four brothers drove them from the land, slaying monsters they saw as a threat. The witches went into hiding until finally they were found by the four brothers and sent for execution. The witches were hung, but finally, when it came to the youngest witch Yagas' execution, she called out a single word and cursed the world. The moon turned blood red, the nights were extended, and, the, and then the rivers during the witching hours turned to blood. Monsters were given strength through the nights and gained the upper hand in the war. They drove the four brothers and their followers out of the land and claimed it as their own. The vampires and werewolves created an alliance, but accepted any human who pledged loyalty to them and their new savior, Yagas, the evil witch. But the four brothers held strong, and their closest followers created a group of elite soldiers who would one day reclaim the land. Now, it has been many years since the blood moon curse by Yagas. A descendant of Impal, Zerun, leads a militant group, the Reclaimers. They seek to reclaim their lost land, the land that was given to them by the god Aeon. The Reclaimers... Soldiers reside in the canyons of Salas. Zerun follows the ancient priest Yaniorso's teaching very closely and believes that all monsters or humans who follow monsters or their magic must be eradicated for humans to strive again. If the evil witch dies, then the curse will be reversed and the land will turn back to normal. With the land whole again, the reclaimers can drive out the monsters once and for all. And that is everything that your characters know about this world. So do you guys have any questions before I go into like the ground rules? Um, I was gonna say where like what lands are they are the reclaimers like most prevalent in? Okay. Like what's what areas are they winning? Oh wow, I had another little exp I was actually had a thing where I was gonna read that. So so yeah, the um where the reclaimers are winning, where their kind of hut is, is in the canyons of Solace. And um, so really the theme of this world is that there are humans and monsters. A group of religious zealot humans believed that the monsters were evil and sought to drive them out. There were others who saw the monsters as simply other beings living in this world and, and either lived with them or stayed separate and did not mess with the monsters. So because of persecution, the witches cursed the world so that the monsters could have equal standing in the world. And so the world split among the countries, the religious zealots living in Salas, the monsters maintaining to Impal, and then there are works in law or where humans who want nothing to do with the war is where they stay. So yeah, Solace is where the Reclaimers have pretty much won and or are winning, and Wirt is where they're trying to continue to drive the monsters out until it is Holy Land again. Cody, you had a question. Uh, I, I did, but it was kind of answered what was in a roundabout way. Oh, I was just going to ask about, like... Uh, society in the area that we're talking about but that kind of makes sense now so i think i'm good so yeah in Salas, the area that where the reclaimers home is that is pretty much like their trading grounds and where is their huge conglomerate is and really pretty much a military barracks is what it is so okay so what was that place before what place Salas. it was just one of the four kingdoms okay okay and then when the when the moon was cursed, the monsters began to drive the reclaimers out of their castles, and thus 
silos became this kind of free, all the countries became this free for all and then after years and years things were reestablished as what they are now silos being the home of the reclaimers impel being where monsters run rampant law and words are where humans live but are sometimes attacked by monsters and thus have to drive them off themselves or hire yeah. the reclaimers to come and save them. any other questions i don't think so right now yeah not that i can think of so a little info about the campaign I want to run. I will be running the campaign through D&D 5E, and the rules that I set for the campaign is going to be a low magic to no magic campaign. So what that means is the players cannot pick anything that is specifically magic-based, and they, cannot, they can also not pick any subclasses such as Rogue, Arcane Trickster, Monk, Way of the Shadows, etc. But of course, I let them use their discretion creating the characters, and we've talked a little back and forth about each character. Um... Also, I'm going to be starting you guys at level 12 just so I can have a little bit more play when it comes to monsters and events that are going to be happening. I didn't want you guys to worry too much about using your skills. I want to give you the chance to go all out because I know at the lower levels that you, like you're a little worried about, oh, hey, I only have can use the skill like once or twice during the day. I want it to be I want it to be more fun and more, I guess, cinematic during fights and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so kind of giving you free flow but other than that i think that's all the information unless you guys have any other questions for me mm, right now i don't think i do no i don't think so okay i guess the only thing is when uh like with ranger and stuff who get spells they just kind of get turned into like non-magical spells. yeah so we'll, we'll see a little bit later ranger they'll get turned well i will work with the ranger to kind of tweak it so that it works within this world because i mean we'll we'll, we'll work on it but well, yeah and so, something so, I so things like say, hunter's mark i can say like oh yeah that's kind of like how hawkeye just has this like really good eye when shooting like things we can explain in the world but like other things i would kind of exit out for this well and i think something that i'll give D D credit for like because and I was saying this while we were sitting here before we started recording. Fifth edition is so easy and streamlined. Yeah, like, dude. I made a I made a twelfth level ranger. I don't think I'm gonna be nerfed by not having a couple spells. Like honestly, it's not really concerning at all. But yeah, so I was gonna be mean since this is World Shop. Um, everybody's gonna roll initiative for who gets to talk about their character first. But this is your time to shine and to talk about what you built, a little bit of your backstory, the type, the class you picked. And kind of why you, if you want, why you decided to pick on that class and what you're most excited for. So should should we add our characters initiative modifier? You know what? Sure, we could actually awesome. add initiative modifiers for once. <laughs> Man, and this means I get to sit down and do nothing for the rest of the episode. I think Mel either rolled a nat one or a nat twenty because based on the face that I just got, it was just like, oh no. <laughs> I rolled a uh, fifteen. I rolled a six. I rolled a 17. Oh, jeez. Well, <laughs> Mal, do you want to go first? I picked my worst die. I, can I pass my turn just because I'm nervous? Yeah, you're going to hold your action and pass it on to... I, yeah, I like to hold my action, and let's say that I rolled a seven. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, hold, you're holding your action of talking about your character and passing it on to the next in the order, which would be Cody. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... I can talk about my character. I am deciding, I decided to play as a ranger. And by default, Jordan, you had said that all of our characters have to be human. Yep. And 
So you know how like traditionally Did I you have mess this... this up somehow? No, no. Okay. Now I was gonna ask you if I could, and I still might ask that, because I'm still tooling with some stuff. Okay. Um buddy. But so right now my character's a human, but what I would kind of like is that, like, whatever the Reclaimer's lowest rank is, like, my my imagining for this character is that he's pretty old, and he's been technically a Reclaimer for a really long time, okay. and whatever the lowest rank is, he is still definitely that rank. <laughs> he has never once been promoted, but that's because he's really never once shown up to anything that was not required, and has never worn a uniform, Oh my um, gosh, Cody. Because what he was was a native. Like, he was there before the Reclaimers were. Like, he's lived here forever and ever and so, ever and so ever. So like how the Reclaimers found the witches, you, your guy was just eventually just kind of wrapped up in this whole thing. It's like, okay, I'll go along with it. Yeah, like, what he is is like a mountain man who <laughs> knows the forest and knows his way around it and how to survive in it. And the Reclaimers needed someone like that. So my character, Bear, is a member of the Reclaimers just because they're the ones that pay him most frequently to do what he does anyways. <laughs> and technically <laughs> that means he has a rank and a commander and all of that stuff. But Bear lives in the forest. He he does not go out with people much. He is just a weird, like, frozen forest living grumpy man who lives alone. Okay. Well, he doesn't live alone. Um, my character is a beast master. And he oh. has a pet. He has a pet wolf that he calls his dog named Little Bear. Bear so and I, Little Bear. Lovely. Bear Katie. and Little Bear. Now Lil, I get it. Little Bear weighs 200 pounds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Little Bear is huge. <laughs> and is a vicious, angry wolf. Oh my gosh. I'm loving this. When you said you were going to have like a ragtag band of um, characters. Yeah, no, I'm already seeing this. So I, I just got a really quick question. And I mean, I'm going to be asking questions to you guys throughout yeah. this. So Go for it. does Bear really like believe in like the Reclaimers like no. beliefs, like the whole wanting to drive, like save the world, kill the monsters. So like, he's just, he's just there. He's just there. Like he is not drunk the Kool-Aid. He doesn't care. Like his thing is he lives in the forest and he knows how to like track and hunt and fight. And that is a valuable skill set, and whoever pays him right now, it's the reclaim. Like that—that's what I mean. Is he's lived here and for done I've this for longer than he's been in the reclaimers, but he's been in the reclaimers for a long time as like a lowest private, <laughs> you know. So, so then, how do you view the leader of like the reclaimers? Do you think of him as like the like kind of god king who's gonna save the land, or is he more or less um, like just? He probably doesn't. Like, he would be the type of person that doesn't know the guy's name. Oh. Like, if if they introduced him and they're like, oh, what do you think about Captain whatever? He'd be like, who? I, I don't know. Like, this tree's cool. He's very interested in the trees <laughs> and does not like people. So, so is he religious in any ways? Does he have any, like, religious beliefs based off the land or just... What? What's your... I would say probably not in in other than like maybe a vague spiritual connection to the trees, you know, <laughs> like he's a very naturalist kind of. So he's a you know. hippie. Well, no, because he'll definitely kill things. Oh, like he's violent and angry and ill tempered. 
But the only thing he does like is being alone in the forest with with Little Bear. <laughs> He's a forest hermit. But yeah. he just, so he just happens to work for these dudes who like his skills, but he doesn't give a crap about them at all. It'd be like, oh, hey, we need to get to this part of the forest that we know is dangerous. And then they get Bear to come with them. And it's just like a guy wearing a, just a whole bear skin as his clothes and like a giant tangled beard and crazy eyes shuffles into the fort. And he's like, all right, let's go. You know, <laughs> so okay, yes, yeah, so that's one thing I forgot to add on my list of questions. Like, what does he look like? But you just went over oh, it. So okay, so you go in full detail. Yes, he's not particularly tall. He's kind of short, so he's like five five, but he's very broad and stocky. Um, so he's he's just a very thick man. Um, <laughs> big crazy beard. He has thinning hair, but it's very long and scraggly. Um. No one really knows what he, like, I, I, it sounds gross to say this, but no one knows what he looks like under his clothes. And what I mean by that is whenever anyone sees him, he's wearing, like, a huge bear pelt that is just, like, all-encompassing. You can't tell what's underneath of that. Um, he carries a bow, a woodcutter's axe, and a large spear that he uses to, you know, fend off dangerous wildlife. <laughs> he's always accompanied by his friend Little Bear, who is... Like a, a gray wolf, they're big and great and little bear is mean to everyone but him. Okay. But cool. when it's just him and little bear, little bear's the sweetest dog in the world. Loves belly rubs. Only <laughs> from bear. <laughs> Only from bear. <clears throat> um Yeah. And also he just kinda like given the way that he dresses, he has that uncanny ability to just kind of like disappear in a forest. So, so like if you ever went looking for him, you'd just be like walking around and all of a sudden a rock would move and it'd be like, Oh, that's bear. Oh, there he is. <laughs> so, like, what other items does he have on him? Like, what would you say are the bare necessities? Um, He's kind of like one of those... Let me have that, that joke, Cody. That oh. was just the joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, he's one of those people that doesn't travel with much. He's like, if he needs food, he can get it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If he no. needs to make a fire, he can start it. So what does he need to carry with him? <laughs> oh, he dares nature to make him uncomfortable. Bear dares nature. Yep. <laughs> Can I make my name bear and then in parentheses, not grills? Yes, you can. You can make, <laughs> you can totally do that. And if you do want to change your race, we, we can talk about that later. But yeah, not. I, I kind of thought about being a half something, but I don't know if there are elves in your world and if they are like, I'm going to say no to elves. Okay. Then that nothing else would really make sense other than like a half dwarf. But I kind of liked the idea of him being like, secretly a half-breed of some sort. He just reminds me of a more wild man Uncle Iroh. Yeah, well, except not not at all friendly or wise. Like, he that his thing oh, is so not... Oh, so he's just there, just like... He's not there to deliver witty, like, friendly life lessons. Oh. He's like, if you eat that plant, you'll die. If you go that way, you'll get eaten by wild boar. Stay so on this path. Wise, like, proverbs and more of just, like, survivalism. He's very practical, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I like it. I, I like it a lot. Jeez. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about him? Um. Oh, well, actually, wait. this oh, is okay. something I'm curious about for the rest of you, and I guess mostly Mel. Would, mm -hmm. would Mandy and Mel, would you say your characters are more ranged characters or more melee characters? We got a rogue in something else, so no. Melee for me. 
Okay. I'm, so if I focus on range, that's not going to be harmful necessarily. No, I, w- I would say I, my character is a mix of both, honestly. Well, and so is mine, but I could like take a focus on either being better at archery or better at melee. So I'll be better at archery. Cool. Huh. So actually, a nice. couple little questions left. Um, So has Bear seen battle before? Like, has he fought monsters like werewolves, monstrosities, vampires, all that? Bear never kisses and tells. But Cody does, so has Bear ever <laughs> has Bear ever fought anything before? Like a monster, like werewolves, vampires, what are the monstrosities, anything like that? Um, I would say <laughs> yes, but not in like a he's tried to. It's more like he's been robbed by all types of people and all types of things. And he'll kill any of them. So, but he's been around for so long, so he has interacted. He's seen a monster up close before. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, definitely. Cool, cool. Like if they're in the forest and ever hostile, he defends himself. I think I know the answer to this, but like, how does he view the monsters? Just as animals, pretty much. Or? Um, it depends. Like, I mean, he's not like he's not a hunter that takes pride in his ability to like bag trophies so he's not like um he doesn't treat them like animals like you would a trophy buck that he's trying to hunt down but he doesn't treat animals like that either um if there's ones that can like talk like vampires um he's pretty mercurial about it so like if he's working for the uh the reclaimers and they get in a fight with vampires He's not going to be like, well, I can't fight in this one, you know. He'll be like, well, okay, I'm going to behead that vampire. Yeah, it, I know it's how. a job. I must carry out the job type thing. But if he's alone in the forest and, like, a highwayman tries to stab him for his gold, he's, like, not going to be like, well, you're human. I'm. It's like, nope. Also decapitation. Okay. No, I, I like this. I can work I can work with this. I really like your character. Um, so you said ranger class, right? Um, what's your yes. like actual path of ranger that Beast you Beastmaster. Beastmaster. You said that Yeah. Already. Okay. Yeah, that's that's how I have little bear. Okay. No, that's perfect. I'm excited to see what you can do with Bear. I'm terrified of what you're gonna do with Bear, but you know what? <laughs> Cody, out of the other two, you are the wild card of this. <laughs> So, That's not surprising for me. In not at one all. Of these games. <clears throat> so I am. I am very excited to see where you take it. Um. Okay. And next in the initiative order is Mandy. Are you ready to tell me about your person? Yes. And uh, just to kind of give a little bit of, uh, well, I have a bit of a cough, so I'm going to try not to talk a lot. Um. But my character, I have uh, Ravinia Silverkin. Uh, she is a rogue and, uh, she is 18. Uh, she's kind of tall and she just has like massive amounts of dark hair. That's like her big, that's her big identifying feature. She is from Lull, which is important because they're kind of, they kind of pretend like everything's okay. So... Uh, her being 18, she just started working in her family's bar when um, Reclaimer Knights uh, sent people to her village uh, to take care of monsters. And I would say normally monsters kind of like would come to the bar, but 
her just starting to work there, she was very like, uh, that's weird. Okay. And so she she, def- she doesn't like look upon monsters or at least like when she was serving them particularly well. It was like they pay and that's that's it. Um, but when the Reclaimer Knights came um, due to the fighting and vaguely some monsters fault, uh, the bar ended up getting burned to the ground. <laughs> And so uh, she has joined the Reclaimers uh, for revenge because uh, she, she it's her family's bar. She just started working there and uh, feels responsibility for it. Um, but uh, she does have uh, a brother, Valmer, who is still in the area rebuilding the bar. Did you say a brother, Val Kilmer? No. It's oh. Valmer. Valmer. It's like, and her brother Val Kilmer. I was like, wait, you're just going to drop that and move on? <laughs> no, I'm just mixing names. Okay, Valmer. So, yeah, that is my character. What is the character's class? Uh, She is a rogue. Okay. Um, What type of rogue did you end up going with on that? Uh, Looks like Cody wrote assassin on my character Ooh, sheet, so... You burnt my bards out. I'm going to trade as an assassin, and I'm going to kill every last one of you! Oh, yeah. No, she's mad. Very upset is the note I'm writing. Yes. <laughs> it's possible when I was assisting in character creation for Mandy, I may have done some of, like, less roleplay character creation and, and more, more max character yeah you, you, you min max mandy okay that's perfect. like what's the murder stat that's what we're dumping all them things well, well, I, I like that because because of her rage towards her bar being burnt down the murder stat needs to be pretty high it's, it's, it's gotta be the pretty high um yeah it makes sense um so has well in battle has she ever um, encountered monsters not in battle uh i would say that she she witnessed uh skirmishes because you work in a bar people get drunk vampires get drunk things happen um and and she obviously saw the fight that ended up leading to the bar getting burned down um but she has not not officially been in like a real fight just like training okay so is she particularly religious? Does she like follow the reclaimer rule of like, ah, oh, magic is evil, monsters are evil, we must reclaim our land type thing? Or is she just in it for the murder? I think there's something to the, I, I think I think she pretends to follow along with it. Because I, I think internally she is there for the revenge. Um, but that doesn't look so good among all the people who are like really, really into it. Yeah. So. It's like, oh yeah, praise the sun god, the eagle god. Yes, praise. It's just like, yeah. Exactly. Sure, exactly. Man. Okay, no, I, I yeah. like it. Um, do, 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 like, when are we going to go fight monsters? <laughs> so, so yeah, after after we say our prayers. Oh, okay. <laughs> How does she view the leader, um, Zerun? Just again, like with the same kind of reverence as the religion, or what's up? Um, I don't think it, I don't think reverence is the right word. Um, I think she is impressed with everything that he's put together against the monsters, and he's someone to look up to in terms of you know fighting against them. Um, I I don't think there's 
There's not like a worshipping factor to it, though. Yeah, no. I think that's all I got unless there's anything else that you want to go through. I don't think so. An assassin. I think that's it. (laughs) From bartender to assassin. (laughs) (laughs) Silverkin story. (laughs) Okay, and last in our initiative order is the wonderful Mel. So with my held action, I'd like to now introduce my character... Named Volton. Okay, roll a d20 to see if you actually hit. <laughs> 75. Oh, that actually misses. The Plus ace, sneak attack damage. I mean, it's pretty The great. AC is actually 100. Ooh. Oh, so, okay, awkward. show's over. Guys, thank you for joining. All right. Wait, what's your <laughs> So, Volton is a Michael Volton? multi-classed fighter and rogue. Ooh, I like that. Um... They started off uh, kind of being scouted, scouted some odd years ago and, you know, an uncounted number of years ago uh, by the Reclaimers because figured out they were, they were a little bit of a murderous kind of person who was okay with hurting people. They're like, hey, we want that. That sounds nice for us. You're really sneaky. We like it. And then after training for, again, some odd years with them, uh, they kind of became this really amazing battle master. Uh, <laughs> really good. Thank you for the subtle telling me of what the, the subclass was. Think. That was perfect. They became a sort of a battle master. Wink. <laughs> I, I did think it was funny that you tried to slip that in there like maybe one of us wouldn't know what a battle master is. Just in case you guys weren't catching the long pause I had after uh, it. Eight. Battle um, master. So uh, they, they figured out that they're really good with more than just daggers and, you know, crafty little, basically, shanks. And sheaves. Sheaves? Is that it? Shivs. I don't know. Shivs. Thank you. Sheaves? Cut that and make it shivs. So, right? so they had shivs and stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, so they are, they are a, you know, out of game. They are a level six rogue assassin and a level six rogue battle master. Or uh, fighter battle master. That went well. They don't really talk to a whole lot of people. They kind of just take the orders. Um, because it's, you know, it's better to just have something to be, something to be done, something to do, the next step. Um, they don't really have a distaste for anything as far as the monsters go. They really just see them more as, as animals where you have the deer who can supply food. You have the lions who are a prize. You have, you know, whatever great game. There's some that are more dangerous. There's some that are... You know, they're like rabbits and they don't do anything. They're just pests. And so they, they've just been enjoying the life, honing their craft and becoming even deadlier. Okay. Quick question. What is the most deadliest catch? The most deadliest catch was probably the werewolves they chased into Lull. Okay. I, there is a I would, I would have <laughs> accepted the answer of Snow Crab. The answer could have been Snow Crab. So they... There is one point uh, where they end up chasing a bunch of monsters into Lull, and <laughs> who happened to everything stop got at a, a little bar. bit too real. <laughs> uh, yeah, there were some fires, and they decided that after they were finished with their one kill, after getting the head of the little group of monsters that was there, that it was time to uh, head back to 
the the big boss and report. I like it. Werewolves. Again, snow <laughs> snow crabs on the deadly sketch. Um second, so what does your character look like, actually? Uh my character is an extremely androgynous looking person. Okay. Uh they've got kind of curly, wavy, like shoulder length brown hair. Um when they toss it back, you can see this crazy scar that like starts from the base of their jaw that kind of like spreads out like you know like how when you see people who've been struck by lightning and you have like that burst pattern Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that creeping up to their eyes Mm. um they like they pack on their studded leather armor and all their other cloaks and their clothes and you just you know they they just try to blend and they can they're kind of a master of disguise Ah, in a way, so, because they can do whatever they want. Okay, so they are turtly enough with the turtle club. Okay, taking another note. No, that's true. <laughs> um, so is there a specific story behind the scar? I don't have one planned out. Oh. I was kind of thinking of perhaps I could come out at some time, uh, during gaming, and that way we could have a little bit of discussion as to what possibilities there were for it. Save some for the game. Um, mm-hmm. How does your character view the leader, Zeran? He's he's a smart guy. He's intelligent. He's a strategist. He talks well. They can make good conversation. Not that, you know, Volton has ever gone into in-depth conversation with him, more than small talk. Um, but I think that they have interacted because they've climbed up to some of the more special elite class of the of. The reclaimers. Okay. It, they're very res- they they respect each other a lot. Is where it comes to. Okay. <laughs> what? We have very different views on this person. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. No, I like it. That will create a little bit of a clash when I throw some stuff at you a little bit later. Um. Okay. Have you ever had to kill a human who followed the monster's religion? Quote unquote. That's classified. <laughs> yes. Refuse to answer. <laughs> can, but can you answer that? Yeah, for sure. Several, like probably somewhere in the 30s oh to 40s. Oh my god! Okay, well, no. So the ending of this is I was going to kind of lay out where your characters have been within this, and I there was a spot where I was kind of leading to put your character, and now I'm just going to go directly there. <laughs> so great, let's do it. So, put me, put me wherever you. Yeah, no. Me oh my wherever god. You need me. <laughs> um, do you want to know about all the other kills? Because there's been plenty. <laughs> Talks about if you want to talk about some kills, talk about kills. Volton is really good at what they do. There was one time, there was a group of vampires, like two or three, waited for them to kind of like, kind of walk off under the blood moon and popped out from behind a tree, silver knife to the throat, took him right out. It was pretty great. The screams just filled the night. Can I be at a party with someone else? Yeah, Vault is <laughs> kind of scaring me. Um, okay. Also, the, the way you- I got in trouble s- for saying daddy, Mel's a sociopath. <laughs> so the way you said <laughs> the whole thing- I just want to know. This is a- Anyways, Mel's talking about screams filling the night, but yeah, <laughs> that, that's where the line is. <laughs> Sorry, Volton doesn't find okay, humor okay. in anything. That's that's what I want to ask you about. So does Volton actually refer to themselves in the third person? No. I thought you were going to be, Volton does. It's like, dang it. <laughs> okay, so no, Jordan, no. Mel's not Volton. They're not yeah, the but, same Yeah, but the way he should get, like. Thank goodness. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you're not Volton. That would make this relationship weird. 
Um, okay. Yeah, you killed a lot. You killed a lot. You view him as a great guy. I think that's all the questions I have for you. Dear Lord. Okay, so a little more filling in the, um, the world stuff. I'm terrified of your character, by the way. Like, I got it's chills. Cool. They just, they kind of go with the flow. They just do what they need to do. And right now, this is what they're, this is what they've been asked to do. So they're doing it to their full ability. Okay, so the setup for where the campaign is going to lead to. So the Reclaimers are kind of split up into multiple different groups. There's the Rangers. There's, like, the Assassins group. There's the parties that help restore old villages. There's all of that different stuff. So, Cody, you are a Ranger, so you work most closely with the Commander Merriam, who is the leader of the Rangers. Um, Mandy, you are one of the new recruits, so you have been training on and off with Cassandra, who is, like, the training director. You know, that's her job. Um, and Mel... There is a special elite kind of like, you know how there's the Navy SEALs. There's kind of the group of assassins who are, their job is to go out and to kill any monsters that they kind of get a job for. So recently they have been off in Impel kind of hunting down and killing lots of the bigger monsters because, you know, they're the group with the most bloodlust. Um, they are led by Ophelia, who is also a Battlemaster fighter, but um, she's a little, let's say, unhinged. And as it comes to you, like, you know, you like to kill, she likes to kill. No, she's one that a lot of people will they'll whisper behind her back about how she's definitely crazy. But, you know, a lot of the groups don't really see what the Assassin's Corps does. They just know that they go out, they do their job of clearing the area out of bigger monsters. So we'll... You'll be seeing a little bit of each of these characters that I just talked to, talked about. Um, as far as the setup for this campaign, what I'm going to kind of, I'll give you an intro next week, well, next time we record, but pretty much what you've noticed is that the Reclaimer Order is kind of losing a little bit of ground. There are more humans that are going to lull and work and are more like, okay, I'm kind of done with this. Let's just either live our own lives we don't need to be fighting monsters they're just doing their own thing and then also you notice in impel the monster order is kind of growing bigger and there's more humans who are kind of going off to that side of things it's like okay we can indeed live in peace so more humans are learning magic and more humans are learning about the ways of the monsters there have been whispers here and there about you know things going downhill but zaran believes that the reclaimers will will prevail and will be able to reclaim the land for the Holy Golden Eagle. And that's kind of the setup of this thing. So you guys are going to be doing a mission for Zeran specifically, and we'll get into a lot of that next week. Are there any missions? Nope. I'm good. <clears throat> nope. I feel pretty good. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything I need to go over. Yeah, no. I, I think we're good. And it's gonna be it's gonna be fun because I I am fine. This is my first time DMing, as you know, you guys know, audience. First time DMing, so I decided to do a super custom game that has super specific rules. That's my very first time DMing, um, <laughs> but, which definitely that's how everybody should start Dungeons and Dragons under super specific. No, you know what things. everyone should do to start Dungeons and Dragons is don't allow magic. That's a solid plan. I mean, that is actually really good. I'm I'm kind of digging it. Right so now. when I started D and D, I started out as a warlock and now the more i play is like i definitely don't want to do magic because it's so complicated after a while 
It's and honestly, and like this isn't like me trying to be like in my day when I'm more D and D than your D and D. I started with D and D second edition. It was worse. It was way worse. But it's it's There's still it's still rough. so many spells and so many rules and rolls and all of that. But you know, magic is fun. Yeah. But we're gonna you're gonna see some monsters, a couple scary ones, a couple you know less scary. But it's gonna be a fun little campaign. I definitely am gonna. Now that I know of some of the stuff that you guys do, I'm definitely going to put you through the ringer here and there, but I want to have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, that's all. This is going to be, I plan to hopefully have only a few sessions, like five or six. We'll see. This, this isn't going to be like a long, like 30 episode campaign. Lord no. But yeah, it's going to be pretty short, pretty fun. Um, and the pacing will be decent. Uh, yeah. You won't have to worry about using magic spells to heal yourself. I, I've got you covered. You got potions. Yeah, because you don't believe in magic, but you believe in potions that can heal your body instantly. Yeah, you know, makes sense. They're just It's just a bunch of monsters was, hidden around rocks and stuff. Yeah, energy drinks, monster <laughs> energy drinks. The, monster, the monsters yeah. make their own energy drinks that they secretly sell to the reclaim. It's a perpetual, like, Ponzi. It's a scheme. It's a scheme. But... <laughs> Sponsors? No? Aw. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, so we're going to get that started um, with next episode of World Quest. In the meantime, World Shop will still be doing its usual thing, but we'll be doing this on the off weeks. But anyways, Cody, I guess we'll do some plugs really quick. Cody, what do you got to plug? Wandering Gamer Network. Check us out for podcasts and for YouTube. You guys, you let's play an actual place. Mandy, I assume it's the same thing. Uh, same thing, but you can also check out my vlogging channel at Sibvids, S-I-B-V-I-D-S, on YouTube. Mel, do you got anything? Any plugs? Yes. Hair. Mel has hair nice. plugs. Um, where can people buy those at? <laughs> um, Amazon, surprisingly. Yeah, I know. Amazon really sells everything. And if you have Prime, they'll be there the next day. Just <laughs> Installing them for w- you. <laughs> it's pretty convenient. It burns a little at first, but Anyhow. you get used to it. So I just want you guys th- to know, this is very weird for me actually ending an episode before a full hour. <laughs> so, anywho, um, you can check me out at something, I guess, zero zero at twitch.tv. I stream sometimes. And then at the usual World Shop stuff. Anywho. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch y'all on the flip side. Bye. 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 Bye.